The internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. Thank you, Nelson, for that wonderful introduction. Oh. Now, here's I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. So, here's a little peek behind the curtain, okay. a little behind the scenes of the show. Oh, what a treat for listeners, new and old. It's almost like we don't talk about behind the scenes stuff at the start of every episode. No, you, you've made this one this particularly is special, exclusive. Yeah. At the time that this podcast releases, mm-hmm. Monday afternoon or Sunday night, depending on what part of the world you're in, you're currently on holiday, Nelson. Yeah. How is it? It's good. It's good. Yeah. What, what What have you been up to? What's the highlight? What's the low light of your holiday so far? I slept in. That was a highlight. Is that different to your everyday life? <laughs> no, yeah. Normally, I don't sleep in. When you say sleep in, what's your regular waking time and how far did you sleep in until? <laughs> I slept in until about 10. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, normally I wake up at like 8.39. Jeez, this is exclusive content. Yeah. We should have left this for Patreon. I, I yeah. <laughs> this is good material for the new listeners. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They it's get a real sense of us. They get to know me a little bit better as well, you know. They can tell their friends, oh, hey, listen to this new podcast. And you won't believe it, this guy... He's on holidays, had to sleep in. So that's how I, was his holiday? He said it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so think about that. <laughs> um should, should we get into it? Please. Any other questions you'd like to ask me before I just like as a getting to know okay, you for so new listeners, specifically tax, for me. Tax time comes, same time for you, right? Yep. First of July. Okay, yep. How long do you wait until mm-hmm. you submit your tax return? Uh, um, I, it's, it's just at any point that I'm like, oh, I guess I'll be bothered doing it now. That I don't have like a, sometimes I've done it the day of, because that day I'm just like, I'm feeling it. And I'm like, oh, and I can do it now. And other times I'll leave it months until I'm like, I think I should. Do you I ever get that reminder? Like last day. You know how they, yeah, they do the reminder? <laughs> yeah. like, you need to lodge it or you're going to lose it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Fasc- I mean, if you're getting money back. Insight. I'm pretty sure last year I had to pay money. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Obviously, you'd wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until the last possible day to pay your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just accumulate it over years. That's My brother's done that. <laughs> oh, is he still he's running so from much it? Debt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah, currently he's in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, this first Reddit on Reddit is by Boeing 7779. You are given, oh, this is in the subreddit polls. I know what you're thinking. Two polls, sub, uh, posts. Yeah. For two episodes in a row. Yeah. That's all I'm doing now. Lazy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I'm changing our podcast. Okay. So Reddit or Reddit is polls. Does polls. <laughs> uh, Next, you'll be saying that podnapping has just evolved into us doing small quizzes for each other. Yeah. <laughs> which Never. I obviously won't hear. Never. Uh, anyway, uh, you're given money for everybody you kill. How many would you kill? In brackets, no legal repercussions. Oh, good. That was the only uh, yeah. only objection I had to this. Just moral ones. Okay, so here are your options uh-huh. for the poll. Zero dollars for nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ramps up quite a lot. Okay. 
What would you like expect the next one to be? One person. A, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, $300 billion for 2 billion people. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. We went from $0 to nobody to $300 billion for, to kill 2 billion people. Okay, a huge chunk of the world's population. Yeah, yeah. Uh, $400 billion for 3 billion people, $500 billion for 4 billion people, $600 billion for 4.8 billion people. Okay. It's weird. Uh, $700 billion for 5.2 billion people. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be a white knight here, like I'm trying to big myself up as some good guy, but I would probably kill zero people if the next option is that many people <laughs> to kill two I, billion. I understand that the argument would be here. I don't think I would kill anyone anyway, but I understand the argument here is, well, what if you got rid of the worst people kind of thing? Like you do the Dexter or the, the you know, that kind of thing is like, well, I'm getting rid of the worst people that are doing a lot of damage. So right. they wouldn't feel so guilty about it. Okay. but So I understand that people might, might go for that path. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think I would. I think that killing someone will always, always mess you up. But... It would oh, no, it can be. You don't even have to do it. You just get somebody else to do it. Zero people <laughs> or several billion people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty big jump. It's pretty big. Is there... What was the lowest? Two Was it two billion? Two billion. Is there two billion absolutely reprehensible people that deserve to die? I don't think so. I think I think your criteria is too high, Cambo. Get the people who don't indicate when changing lanes. <laughs> Ugh, they're reprehensible. But what if it turns out that those people were some essential, like like made up a, a large percentage of pilots? Mm. That's the risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've got because they're, they're like in the air. Dollars. We don't have to indicate at all, baby. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm on the land, I just forget. Yeah, I've got three hundred billion dollars, Campo. I will spend the money to train more pilots, <laughs> and I, I'm going to put indicators on every airplane so that they have to. Where do you? Because you've often talked about your um, want to reduce the population to murder of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, where do you tap out here? How many people is too many people? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I yeah. So so I do have the opinion that like the, I think the thing that's going to destroy uh, humankind the most is overpopulation, just because of the like, like things that 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 causes. Yeah. You know, it's a whole like bunch of things. Yeah. I think, and so I think that if you actually culled that. Or, or rather, not even just... You don't necessarily need to cull it, but if you can stop it from growing, mm. then that would be fine. Um, but, yeah, even then, it's still... Two billion is still a lot of people in one go. What's the Earth up to at the moment? Are we like... Eight uh, billion? Yeah, I was going to say let's, let's seven or eight For argument's billion. sake, we'll say eight. Yeah, okay. So four billion is a Thanos, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've wiped half the population out, mm. and they do talk about how the whales came back into the harbor or something beautiful like that. Captain America says, so "Yes, that's true. We do want think about, whales in the harbor. You that's a think good about question. The animals and the, what we can get from it. Mm. You know, I think if I killed half the population, I become more attractive." Just by a statistics point of view. What if, because it's random, so anything could happen, mm-hmm. it actually wiped out 
two billion of the opposite sex, and therefore your options became way more limited. Yeah, that's also if it's random, how can you guarantee? Like, let's say you're safe. Yeah, but what if it wasn't guaranteed the safety? Yeah, of anyone else you knew. Yeah, uh, well, obviously I'd uh, cry into that's my three hundred billion dollars camera. So let's say it's eight billion. That's a one quarter chance. Yeah, of someone. Yeah, going. Okay, what if um. Uh, okay, so then at what point would you, what point would you do it? Let's say your, your goal is to reduce the population of the world. Yep. There is a risk that your family dies. Uh What number do you go with of randomly killing people? Because 2 billion seems too high of a chance of my family going. Like one million, Psh, that's nothing. The chances are really you got you have better chance of winning the lottery. Probably, I, I want to know. Say you got rid of one billion people on the earth, how long does it take for? Because people are still having babies. Yeah, presumably at a similar rate. Right. Uh, yeah. I think there's actually a website. How long does it take rates. for your thing to just kind of become pointless to have done? Like, how long does it get society? I mean, I think... Does it get them an extra 10 years until they've caught back up and then you're at the same point? Like, I want to know how long well, it extends... exponentially, right? So I think it actually does... It will give you quite a significant amount of time. Okay. You know, because, yeah, you're, you're doubling the population every whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every generation kind of thing. Or I would say roughly, depending on how many people has. Yeah, yeah. So, but I feel like if you, yeah, if you cut that down, you're still doubling the population, but the population is way less. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a really hard question to answer. All of them. Can we? Um, Start with Adam and Eve again. Again. <laughs> and then once we're there, I'll be like, Adam and Eve. Oh, this doesn't work. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Was this all a lie? <laughs> um, okay, let's scale this down. Um, you have to kill some one person. Yep. You don't have to be there when it happens. Mm-hmm. You have no blood on your hands. Yep. Um, metaphorically, you do a lot of blood yep. on all parts of your body because yep. you've chosen to kill, kill someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Just yep. want to really ram that home. Yeah. <laughs> but... Don't have to take a shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How it, much? It, it's like Lady Macbeth. Yeah. She always sees the spot of blood on her hand because e- of the guilt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a real Lady Macbeth in this situation. You're a Lady Macbeth. Out damn spot, etc. Uh, How much money would you need? For, to kill a person. To kill that person. I'd need to be set for my life, I think. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't you think to 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 have the, have the weight of that on your on your conscience? Yeah. Yeah. I'd want to have a good life. <laughs> I mean, that's totally fine. But for me, I would actually think it's way more than oh, that. Also, like twenty yeah. grand. <laughs> no, Ooh, no. I could get a car. <laughs> what? No, way, way more than that. Not. Seven. Oh, right, right, way right. More. Sorry, sorry, I think I said less. <laughs> you, for me, I feel like you're settling for like way less. So how <laughs> because much? Because I'm like, well, I want to. 
if I'm going to kill somebody, yeah, I want to be able to donate enough money to a million charities so that <laughs> I make up for them, like, uh-huh. in, in so many lives. You're just like, I just want to be cool. I just want to live in a mansion for my life. The, 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 the question <laughs> is, is this, do we choose who dies or is it a random person? Because the amount differs, I think. Um, random person. Okay, yeah, okay. Because I, my, my plan was this mm-hmm. is what I was going to do. Yeah, is I was going to. This is not going to go where you think it is. An old lady. I was going to go. Oh, <laughs> no, I was going to go to George Clooney, right? Uh, oh, because okay. yeah. Fun fact about George Clooney. Yeah, a lot of the Nespresso ads that he does. Yeah, all of that money from that goes to funding a satellite, mm-hmm. and that satellite actually tracks uh, war criminals and terrorist organizations and stuff like that. <laughs> Really? Yeah, because wow, I don't weird. know if you know much about his wife, but his wife is big into the humanitarian effort of like saving kids and and helping alleviate war crimes and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of the money from the all of the money from the Nespresso ads goes to doing that. So I go to Clooney. Okay. I go, Clooney, That's who's the worst so one? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tell me yeah. who the worst one is. Yeah. And then that is who I'm like. All right. Well, they're the one that's going to go. Yeah. Right. What if George Clooney said? Uh, I've done a lot of research, mm. looked into all the data through the satellite. Believe it or not, it's my next door neighbor. Um, <laughs> it's, it has uh, nothing to do with the fact that he plays loud music until <laughs> early hours of the morning. But trust me on yeah. this. There's a, there's a paparazzi guy that waits down the road whenever I come out of my house. Yeah. Uh, it turns out he's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's part of a terrorist organization. And yeah. so just trust me, you know. <laughs> but. So for that, right, mm. the conscience of killing someone bad, there, there's a there's a bit where you're like, well, it's uh, you'd still be torn up about ending someone's life, but you mm. would settle for less money for that. Okay, think, compared to if it's a completely random person, yeah, because if that turns out to be six year old girl or something like that, you're like devastated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when you start needing the real big money. Here's the thing, though. What you've done is you've killed the worst person in the world, which, have, which happens to be the leader of a terrorist organization. Yep. Um, and they have now become a martyr, and more people have mm. joined their side and their cause because uh, of this death, and they, in turn, cause more death. Mm-hmm. You've got so... I, and I, I, and I, they specifically char- target six-year-old little girls. You know, I would go back to Clooney and go, why don't you tell me about this? Yeah. You should have had the intel about this. And he goes, I told you to give me a name. And now look what's happened. Clooney, clean up this mess. I think he was like, what? You didn't actually kill that person, did you? <laughs> you no, said no, no, who's no, no, the no. worst. He's like, I gave you a name and you left. This is far more complex than just, can we eliminate the worst person? Otherwise, absolutely, that's what we yeah, do. I would have think told with you. with your head, Camber. I would have told you no, because then a lot of people will see him as a martyr. They'll cause an upbringing. Six-year-old girls are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, as long as I can blame Clooney, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm good. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, I was going to blame Clooney anyway, <laughs> just just for separate reasons. Yeah, yeah. don't like the guy. <laughs> Clooney, I saw Ocean's Twelve wasn't as good. Yeah, <laughs> should have quit while you were ahead, mate. <laughs> um, what do you think? Because this was in a poll. Um, what do you think was like the uh, highest? Um, voted one and then maybe second highest and so on and so forth. I would hope it goes in order. I would okay. hope it goes zero to three, four point eight or whatever. Um, all the way. Like I would hope that 
the the last option is the least, but polls generally don't do that necessarily. Yeah. So I actually think that the last one probably has more. It probably goes. I would hope the zero is the number one. Yeah. And then the two billion, and then probably the bottom one, and then somewhere like it splits in the other two. Oh right. Yeah. That that's actually exactly what it is. You, you got that spot on. So, uh, two point eight k people. Uh, said zero dollars for nobody. Mm-hmm. Then one point seven k people, which is a surprising percentage, <laughs> honestly, yeah. in this poll, uh, is voted for. Yeah, three hundred billion dollars for two billion people. Uh, then it's one hundred five for four hundred billion dollars to kill three billion people. Seventy two said five hundred billion dollars to kill four point uh, four billion people. Then twenty two six hundred billion dollars to kill four point eight billion people. But then five hundred and fifteen jumps up again. For $700 billion to kill 5.2 billion people. So you have $300 billion for 2 billion people. Yeah. Okay. Does it sweeten the deal Mm -hmm. if you say those remaining, I got money to go around, baby. (laughs) Yeah. You what? Because you've got $300 billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got enough to give people some money. Yeah. To be like, Forget about that. Forget about Grandpa. He was he was on his way out anyway. Well, in that case, you should go for the seven hundred billion dollars for five point two billion people, because then the rest of there's less population. Yeah. You can give them more money because you have more money yourself as well. And what I understand is, if I give everyone a large lump sum of money, um, that doesn't affect the economy in any way, right? We're all rich, yeah. <laughs> We're all good. This is how it works. Yeah. yeah. Normal services will remain the same price, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, Cambo. Um, n- no one, it, you're actually anonymous. Doesn't say this, but you're anonymous when this happens. Mm-hmm. So you just go around smiling and laughing and and clapping with your seven hundred billion dollars while everybody <laughs> else around you is, is crying. Yeah, and you don't have to give them anything. <laughs> it's a win-win, if you ask me. Um. Anyway, let's move on. All right. Ask credit. This ask credit is by Calm Internet sixty nine twenty six. You now own Disney. What is the first thing you do? I, I, look, to be honest, mm-hmm. Disney owns a lot of money. Yeah, I'd probably go keep keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, because I would say a lot of the things that people always say. Right, like, oh, I can't believe what they're doing with Star Wars, for example. Right? Yeah, a lot of Star Wars fans very angry. Yeah, and those movies make a lot of money. Yeah, like, a lot of money. Why would you stop? <laughs> and and a lot of the time, if they did, I think what the fans are indicating, it would just be just as divisive. Mm, yeah, yeah. For very little, if probably actually negative consequence to your business. Yeah, yeah. Like I would say, people that run Disney. Probably, like, I don't know enough about the company. I'm going to assume it's probably unethical yep. <laughs> in some way. Uh-huh. But they're good business people, and they, they that's why they're the one of the biggest companies on earth. Yeah. So I would I literally I'd be like, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> okay. you make, you're making those Marvel movies? Yeah, we'll keep doing that. <laughs> um, Kim, I don't want to poo-poo your idea, but I think you've gone for literally the most boring thing I know. ever. But here's what I would get them to do. Okay. Do a, uh, get them to create a, a Cinderella-like story yeah. where the prince looks exactly exactly like me. And they yeah. cast me. It's, it's, <laughs> that's not what. I'm the new Disney prince in every Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's what I'd do. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I'd also buy Sony, you know. Okay. 
get rid of that rivalry. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. I think that Sony, uh, people are always like, oh, they only make a couple movies a year, but Sony is a bigger company than their movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. It's like PlayStation as well. It's yeah, like yeah. in itself. Uh, so it's- yeah. I, I wonder. Like, Disney's obviously huge, but mm. like, is Sony just as big? Like, mm. as a company? Yeah. Because I've heard that said a lot because Spider-Man is owned by Sony. And people often say, why doesn't Disney just buy Sony so they yeah. can have Spider-Man? It's like, yeah. I don't think Sony is a little guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, yeah. coming in and buying. <laughs> and they're like, they brought Fox. Like, they brought a tiny bit of Fox, yeah. which is their movie department. Yeah, yeah. If Sony don't want to sell their movie <laughs> department, which I expect they don't. Yeah. You can't buy Sony as an entire company. Yeah. That being said, I did hear a rumor ages ago that Apple was considering buying Disney. Yeah. Which yeah. makes you go, how big is Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Apple is fucking huge. Yeah. yeah which yeah. obviously never came through and maybe it's because Disney was too big. But mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Because I, I, in in my mind, I would think they're equivalent size. Yeah. But clearly Apple is bigger than anyone really thinks yeah, if they're yeah. able to consider that. And I think you're right. It could also be that uh, Sony is... They could be the ones that maybe acquired Disney. Okay, yeah. maybe not now. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few years ago or something. Yeah. Because um, I think it was you and I were talking, or maybe I was talking to somebody else about this not that long ago, where we were we were talking about the um, the video game industry versus the movie industry. Yeah. And the video game industry, I think, has now overtaken yeah, oh yeah. In, in net worth. Yeah. Like it was this it was this race for kind of a while where mm. video games kind of come in, people are like, oh, this is starting to get serious. And like started to catch up to movies and then and now it's just like overtaken yeah. them. And they were like, Oh, this is this is a huge industry. So it'd be interesting to see actually if if Sony, because of that, is bigger than Disney, yeah. which you expect is, is quite large. The, here's what I would do, right? What's the most important thing? Obviously, it's clout and being able to brag because mm-hmm. you get exclusive things. Yeah. I would go to Kevin Feige, head of Marvel Studios. Yeah. And I would commission a movie yeah. for me. Yeah. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's a Thor movie, but he's hanging out with uh, Ant-Man or something. Right. Okay. Like, like a unique Marvel movie. Right, right. And only I see it. Oh. <laughs> so that everyone would have to be like, oh, I really want to know what that movie yeah, is about. Yeah. This, do you know what would be funny as well? Is you should put trailers out for it. <laughs> the movie okay. that you'll never see. <laughs> Here, here's a good one, right? Uh, there was a comic book from many years ago written by Garth Ennis. Mm-hmm. And it was called uh, Dead... Uh, actually, I don't know whether he wrote this one. Uh, it, there was a series of comics called X Character Kills the Marvel Universe. Right. So there was Deadpool, there was The Punisher. And in the stories, they, for one reason or another were tasked with killing all other superheroes, right. which would make it like a real cameo festival, your favorite superheroes yeah. being killed by Deadpool in this yeah, circumstance, yeah. who they now own. Yeah. And then I just, I'd watch it. Yeah. No one else knows what it's about. How does he kill everyone? Is, would... is Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine? You'll yeah. have to find out. Yeah. I mean, you'll never find out. <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. He is. Spoilers. I would say to Kevin, don't tell me too much. Like, keep surprises for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. that, I've given you the general direction. Yeah. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. You've got the biggest budget you've ever had. <laughs> you've got an end game level budget. Yeah. Bring it back in a year and a half. I want him to have a, enough time. Yeah. How, how, how long do you need, Kevin? Two years? <laughs> Take two years. That's. I'll wait. It's fine. Yeah. Get whoever you and need. And then I, that's when I do the boring part of being like, do Disney exactly how you're doing because I don't want to fuck up and be fired and not see my movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I run the company exactly how it's been run for the last 
for the next two years. Yeah. Until Kevin's ready. Mm-hmm. I'd watch my movie. Yeah. And then I'd say, uh, all right, I'm done. I don't see you later. <laughs> Give me a copy of that in a hard drive. <laughs> yeah. See, the problem is if you left it in any way, if you gave up your responsibility, yeah. they'd release it. I need an ironclad contract, don't I, to say <laughs> this film doesn't release. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, that'd be cool just in, in general, uh, even if it wasn't for your own gain. But just the fact that I feel like you could have pull over like, I want to see this kind of movie. Yeah. You know, you'd have, when you buy a company, if you're, if you're now the owner of a company, I feel like you have all the connections that come along with that. There's people that want to talk to you, Mm. want to, you know, get in your good books and whatnot. And I'm, I can be like, yeah, I want to see just a cool story between these things. Get me the best writers or whatever. And I feel like I would just have a field day of probably reading through um, at least the pictures of, I imagine, the plethora of uh, stories and, and film ideas that people throw at Disney yeah, and just be like, I'm just going to pick a weird one and just see the, how that goes. That'd be cool. Here's a question for you, a legal question. You're a lawyer, right? Yeah. If you don't publicly release a film, yeah, how does copyright come into that? Um, in, in what way? <laughs> well, because t- Disney obviously don't own DC. Yeah. But what if I want Batman oh. in my Marvel movie? <laughs> because it's not being publicly released, so therefore not making money from it? Yeah. I mean, How yeah. legally yeah. am I in trouble? <laughs> if I put Batman, what if Batman fights Thor? Yeah. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. That's a lawyer saying yeah, that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, then that opens the door to all kinds of fun, doesn't it? And it is funny, actually. What if, because, okay, I don't totally know the ins and outs of copyright, but what if they did a movie like that, yep. you know, uh, Batman fights Thor or whatever, but they didn't charge anyone <laughs> to see it. Okay. Just yeah. totally free for the world. Yeah. So they just made a glorified fan film. Yeah, yeah. But with Disney money. But with Disney money. <laughs> like, they went nuts. Yeah. I think, like, what could they... I, I reckon it wouldn't be copyright. It would be something else. It would be like um, you've defaced a, a, something that they own. Yeah. Like, the entity that they own. Because you'd be like, oh, you portrayed Batman in a way that we didn't want it to and yeah. enough people if, saw that. If Marvel's you know. making it, Batman's, like, slipping over banana peels <laughs> yeah. and, you know... <laughs> I, I actually saw this kind of uh, slightly uh, <laughs> off topic, but there was a game somebody created, which was Pokemon, mm-hmm. but as a first-person shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it was pretty, like, basic graphics yeah. and whatnot, but it was, it was very stereotypically looking like Pokemon and you're shooting them with a shotgun, you know, <laughs> and... Uh, and apparently, yeah, Nintendo is like desperately trying to get this wow. off, you know, off the internet. But part of me was like, I think I sort of understand that mm. because I was like, they've got this brand and whatever, and they, they, even though this person's not making money, like I don't even think they released the game. I think they just kind of built it for themselves, sort yeah, of, and like showed a clip of it or something, showed a yeah. video, which is a pretty detailed video actually. Yeah. But like, they, I think they put a lot of effort into this game. Uh, but it's just, I was like, I sort of understand why they don't want people seeing you blow the heads off yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, 
I think that's what I'd do. And also, um, uh, come out publicly that Walt Disney was um, a racist. Yes, what, what was anti-Semite. The, yeah, anti-Semite. What was the point of us doing that in another episode? We were we were gaining something from doing that. Yeah, but I don't taking down what. Mickey Mouse. I yeah. think <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> this is before we obviously owned Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another one. This is by Bloodbath and Beyond. If you were one of the few to survive an apocalypse, what's the first thing you would do? I mean, you can't go for the obvious, which is like stockpile food. Yeah. I feel like if you're the only one that's to survive, let's just say one of the few. Hmm. I think if you're the only one, stockpiling food, waste of time. Hmm. It's just there. Nobody's going for it. You want it to default to the classic joy ride the cars, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I think that would be... I mean, I would do that at least once. Yeah, right? but the thing is, if apocalypse happened, you're probably going to get a lot of freeways and highways with cars everywhere. Mm. So you're going to have to spend a couple of weeks clearing those. Getting yeah. into those cars, driving them off the road, clear all the roads. Right, yeah, yeah. Then you get in the joyride car. Because otherwise you're stopping and weaving in and out of cars. And yeah, I don't reckon... Yeah. You, it's, you want to get onto like an Autobahn-style situation. Mm, yeah. You hit a big stretch of freeway and you just... Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then possibly kill yourself. Human race over anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I. It is funny that I feel like the consequence of death is probably not as strong. Yeah. When you're one of a few people survive, you're like, eh, what what am I what am I gonna live for? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I get no friends or family. Yeah. I've you know I'll be honest don't have career opportunities. <laughs> driving this Corvette wasn't as cool as I thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would drive kind of tough to handle. <laughs> yeah, you drive all the things that you're like, you know, couldn't get to during mm. your normal life. And then you'd probably find, oh, it's boring or or better experience with friends. Yeah. I went to Disneyland by myself once. wasn't as fun as what people might think. So, yeah, I think you might have the same experience. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I'd probably cry a lot. Yeah, I'd probably cry I a lot. I think that's the first, the, first thing, thing. the first thing I would do. The first thing I'd do was like, probably be in a, quite a deep denial yeah, yeah, about yeah. my situation. Huge depressive set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The next thing I would do. In a, in a year or two, maybe I'm up for driving a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Step two, find antidepressants. Yeah. <laughs> and guzzle those bad boys yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Um, stockpile those. Yes, yeah, stockpile the antidepressants. I would love that that if it is one of those more um like a Mad Max esque kind of apocalypse thing where there's there's groups and whatever. Yeah. But the person who reigns supreme is the guy who has the antidepressant medication. <laughs> Otherwise everyone just remembers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the that's the secret. Nobody tells you about it in an apocalypse. Um I I would play a ton of video games. Okay. That would be my whole my whole life would be about trying to generate electricity. Yeah. So that I could play the video games that I've wanted to do for a long time. <laughs> that's that's all I'd basically do. Um because even right now, I have so many games that are like I've downloaded, come for free and stuff through, well, not free. I pay a subscription thing and um, I'll play like 10 minutes of them. I was like, that's great. But I have no time at all. <laughs> uh, I've got things to do. So, it would be a blessing in disguise. 
Mm. And also a curse. A huge oh, curse. Huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. huge <laughs> yeah. fucking lumbering curse. Did I mention the crying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can cry in game. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this game is so fun. If, if The Last of Us 1 and 2 has taught us anything, you can cry in game you at can, the same time. You can cry in game. Yeah. Um. So, there's, there's that. Do you think Bloodbath and Beyond is prepared for an apocalypse? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they're just racking up ideas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a cry. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. consider crying. Uh, okay, let's move on to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This Today I Learned is by Inquisitor Mo. Today I learned you can buy a room on a cruise ship and live on it. You pay a yearly fee and all amenities are provided like normal cruise ships. So, okay, this strikes me as too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Oh. Not that I personally think the cruise ships are even that good, but yeah. the appeal of a cruise ship, let's say uh, they got the buffet all the time. Mm-hmm. When I went on a cruise ship when I was younger, there was a buffet. They used to, just the whole time, they'd give out hot dogs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Bay or night, they're like, have a hot dog. Yeah. Like, it was like hot dogs in front, like basic stuff. And then they did have the dining halls or whatever for later. Right. Okay. That that was, yeah. for the couple of days I was in it, <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. How quickly does free hot dogs, whatever you want, yeah. wear off? Here's the thing, Gambo. It might not. It that's the <laughs> that's the risk, isn't it? Yeah. Is it might, but it might not. Maybe think, it pays off huge. I think I'm willing to take that risk. What if like a year <laughs> in someone says, oh, How are the hot dogs? And you say, I'm loving them more than ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Each yeah. hot dog better than the last. I like the idea that like you start off joyfully loving the free hot dogs. Then you dip to a level where you like, you don't even want to see a hot mm-hmm. dog. But one day you go back to it. And then they're better than you ever um, like remembered <laughs> them. And that's all you live off for yep. the rest of your life. You're like, holy crap, how did I ever be so rude to these hot dogs? How long does it take you on a cruise ship to do every activity and like, you know how on a cruise ship they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, we've got a, a knitting class or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. To do every one of them. Mm. Oh, well, I imagine there's two things uh, kind of about this. One, I think it would be great to just master every class that they do. <laughs> and to, and then you could put on a, like, then I would just pretend yeah. to other guests like it was my first time doing whatever <laughs> the thing is. Yeah, yeah. Just to really mess with people. Like, yeah. people that have been trying to knit for years and I pretend that I've just picked it up straight away and I've already made three scarves. I reckon I would also start sculpting people's jobs. So I for the first six months, I'd sit back. And I'd watch all the comedians. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd slowly write down all of their jokes. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, because if I'm living there, I'm going to know the captain. Yeah, yeah, Side yeah. up to the captain and go, don't hire these guys. Yeah. I'll do it for much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Knock a little bit off my rent or mm-hmm. my whatever each year. Yeah. And you got a stand-up comedian on on deck all, t- all the time. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's a good idea. And you could just rotate jobs if you get bored. Yeah. Because you've mastered everything. So... <laughs> Uh, do, do you think if you work on a cruise ship, you get the amenities as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so, you do. I know. So yeah. this could just be get a job on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, then you have to do your I, job. My my brother well, actually went to look at because he's a musician, mm-hmm. and uh, he, I think, for a period of time, was entertaining the idea of being a, a drummer ship, on yeah. a cruise ship. Um, and yeah, it's like meant to be a pretty good life. Yeah. Um, the the question is because like if you live there but you didn't work there, what would you do with your days? Because mm. I think I would want something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you'd master every single craft yeah. they offer as a as a class. <laughs> yeah, but then and on the on the second day, what do you do? Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I I mean, I think that I kind of the the question to me is, what can't I do on a cruise ship okay. that I can do right now? Depends how far into the international waters they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could do more on a cruise ship. Really. <laughs> um. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like you... I think you could last a pretty long time on a cruise ship before getting totally over it. Especially because... Uh, you know, they like they dock places and then you can go out and there's, you know, well, like yeah, 24-7 on the ship. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I, I'm not considering the destinations that cruise ships often go to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just head out to the middle of the yeah, ocean yeah. and just sit there forever. Because yeah. it, it's less likely... Even after a few years, you'd be like, oh, not the shitting Canary Islands again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So over this fucking beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to choose the right cruise. cruise. Yeah. You wouldn't want to go on the spirit of Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> um, From a dock in Tasmania to a dock in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I actually... So I really liked the idea of this because I was like, I could... Definitely do this. I'm interested to know how much it would be. Yeah. Um. So you can buy a a room. Yep. For one hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. Yep. I'm actually just only realizing now that I'm presuming that's US. I didn't uh-huh. check, but probably. But you can, and you can actually go up to one point four million dollars. Um. So I imagine that if you're living on a cruise ship, you would be more okay with a small room i think if you're living there full time that's when you want the bigger room because if for a week or so a small room is mm-hmm. whatever but if you need to live there you you want to eventually set up some things of your own and if it's a small what do you need? Little- it's all on the ship Cambo. <laughs> it's all in other parts of the ship <laughs> i don't know i i feel the I, I if i was there permanently that's when yeah i'd want a bigger room i mean i mean i guess the the thing is, like, yes, I definitely would prefer a bigger room. Or, but in terms of cost, I feel like I would be satisfied with. If you're spending 150000 and you've got yeah. that money to burn, I feel like that's not even necessarily your permanent residence. It's like, mm. whenever I want, I'll just go live on this ship right. for a while. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. It's like a holiday house, essentially. The, the problem is, though, there is a yearly fee as well. Because I thought this too. I was like... 155 grand. I was like, I could do that yeah. now almost. Yeah. You know, like yeah. pay it's off not, a loan yeah, and yeah. like it's not with it's not out of your grasp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh but the fee is uh $4,770 a month also. Oh, okay, a month. Yeah. Um so I was like, oh, that's I think a bit too much. Yeah. Because Otherwise, I could totally do that, and that would be super fine. I'm beginning to think living on a cruise ship is not a good idea. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one, though. This is by uh, KFUP. 
Today I learned... Okay, actually, I have a question for you. Um, what do you think uh, is something that, that, like, cartoon shows, TVs, cartoon shows, maybe even movies, set you up to believe would be more of a real-world problem than it actually was? I feel like the answer to that is always quicksand. Quicksand. Yeah. Can't believe this today I learned is for you. <laughs> Great. Today I learned the first movie accidental death ever involved people drowning in quicksand, justifying the overrepresentation of quicksand <laughs> danger throughout movies history. <laughs> okay. I thought that was really interesting that like it's I I cannot believe that people have accidentally died in because I, I just assumed no, but even even in the you know early days of movie making, when they wanted to do big stunts and stuff, I never would have imagined that they went to actual quicksand. <laughs> yeah, because it always looks like a cheap set. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you see an older movie, <laughs> yeah, where they like they painted the walls green and then put a couple of shrubs in front of them. Yeah, but yeah, I mean now I'm interested to know what that death. Yeah, was you know like, because yeah, especially like location filming, their camera. The reason that they, by the way, if you're always like, why did they create outside sets on inside sets? Like that seems harder. Mm. Is because their cameras were so bad that they needed so much light and so much control over their light. Yeah, that it was easy to build it indoors and completely control that light because your cameras just couldn't really do outside. It's not really the case anymore. Yeah. So I that's makes it even more interesting to be like what. Were they filming and where? I do think though, way back, like silent movies. Mm. One of the first movies ever created uh, was actually about the Kelly Gang, the Australian Bushranger Gang. Mm-hmm. And I know that they actually just like went and like filmed in real trains and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe there was a and a, shot real police and shot real police. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe there was like maybe it's like way way back when there were. It was a bit more experimental, yeah. Yeah. Like early, early 1900s. Yeah. Um, it is funny that I also think, like, I'm very aware that if I get in quicksand, don't struggle. Yeah. But how is that? Why? I could get rid of that information out of my brain right now, and it would never be a detriment to me in my life ever. <laughs> And I just feel like, especially if I'm living on a cruise ship again, sorry, I'm so far away from sand. Tell me about sharks. Yeah. It's just such a funny thing that that I think people know too much about. Yeah, about quicksand. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about stepping on a landmine? I feel like movies over the years have slowly prepped me for like, there's all that situation where someone's like stood on a landmine and everyone's like, oh my God, how do we get them off the landmine? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. But I don't know yeah. if that'll ever come true for me. I, I, it seems where you need to keep the pressure down. Well, see, that's but, what I was wondering, whether th- that is even true in itself. Well, the last movie I watched actually disputed that, right. which was uh, not the last movie I watched, the last movie I watched where this happened, Yeah, <laughs> uh, a movie called Defy Bloods. And their thing was they tied a rope around the guy and they're like, we just need to yank you to get clear of like, you still kind of get hit, yeah. but to clear you very rapidly of the dangerous area. And that's how they ended up getting him off is they're like three, two, one. And he jumped and they yanked him and he he got kind of cut down his side, but he survived the main explosion. I was like, that probably is. Yeah. I think if you're pressing down on something and 
you could you could probably do it like with the weight shifting it's very very likely that at some point it shifts in the wrong area and the thing triggers yeah. you know well what i want to know is if mines always traditionally work that way i i just find it strange that a mine was created where it's not about putting pressure on it, but it's actually about be- the pressure being released is the trigger yeah. for it to go off. That, isn't that the thing? Yeah, no, that's, what, it's, ju- that's oh, yeah. what it is in movies. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, oh, is if, that if, in it, real yeah, life? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Is it more that if pressure goes on it, on it, it yeah. would it like it just a button, yeah. you know, essentially is what yeah. it is. Like, wouldn't that make more sense because for a mine? in my head, I, I suppose I'm imagining similar to a grenade where you pull the pin, but you've still got the trigger down. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing in my yeah. head. But I don't know shit about landmines. Because I would imagine, again, I don't know, mm-hmm. that you would want the mine to explode as soon as somebody <laughs> stepped on it. <laughs> yeah. Don't give them that. Opportunity. That's what we should be learning from mines. <laughs> if you're creating mines in the future, what movies have taught me is make it explode as on pressure. Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. I've also been led to believe the click is loud enough that I'll hear it. <laughs> yeah, and that there's a click. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. And I mean, I think there are different types of mines as well, in the sense that, because I think there's some that. And this is going to video game stuff as well. So, mm. you know, who knows how much of that is true, obviously. Yeah. Because I think there's ones where, yeah, you step on, but then they, they spring up into the air mm. and actually yeah, yeah, fire at yeah. yeah. like yeah. head out. So they don't kind of explode in the ground. Yeah. Unlike a, I don't know, claymore or something, which I believe is more directional yeah. and just sprays out. Anyway. Yeah. And just generally actually full of shrapnel and stuff. Mm, I think yeah. people expect it to be like a big fireball, but generally it's just like shit that's in it that'll get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, want to know a random story? Yeah. <laughs> that has vague, vaguely to do with mines okay. and, and is a vague story that I remember from a friend. Sure. Uh, they were telling me, how, telling me about how their friends went to Vietnam once and they were... Um, ended up going to this really super shady beach party and the like they felt uncomfortable like they were going to get mugged or murdered or something horrible and they uh were like okay we want to get out of here but they got driven there by like some people you know and uh so they didn't even really know where they were and they went back and the guys were like uh no 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 we're not going to take you back like uh, just wait more people will turn up it would be more of a party you know just just hit it out here because there's only like there were like three other people on this entire beach or something so they start running away and the then these guys start chasing after them. It took them there like, hey, hey, you know, come back here, come back here. And they're like, whatever, we don't give a shit. They keep running. They run through a forest and then the guys stop and then they end up getting into a, like back on, on land in some streets, get into a taxi. They're like, oh, thank God. You know, we had this horrible experience. We had to run through the forest. Taxi driver was like... You you ran through the forest. <laughs> He's like they they stopped chasing you because there are so many mines in that. You know, like it, it's still incredibly dangerous to be in there. Wow. 
and they were like, okay, almost died because from not the thing that they... Ma- they- <laughs> Maybe the people were trying to help them, but like, don't run away. There's landmines out there. Well, I think that's the thing. I think that there was... It was probably just... Because I remember being in Thailand and they saw the things happen. You know, people like, oh, yeah, there's a party here and like, we'll drive you there and whatever and you give give them money yeah. and it's legitimate. Like, this might have been a legitimate party yeah. thing. They were totally safe, but then they just thought they were in danger. So they ran away and turns out almost died. Wow. So, anywho, um, let's move into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by AFK14. There's enough sperm sitting in donation centers to impregnate every adult woman on earth. If men disappeared tomorrow, the human race would continue. There would be... Yeah. Yeah. So, there would be what? Uh, let's say 18-year mm. period, I suppose. Yeah. Of... I mean, I guess you'd need to... <laughs> in my mind, you're like, all right, well, use it all. But you'd have to space it out to, <laughs> to make sure that, that over the many years, oh. it's a consistent line of, of right. Well, but you can't even guarantee it's going to be met, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's, what if there's that's an right. absolute, like, shocking amount of women born in that period? Yeah. Like, oh, like, damn oh. it. <laughs> we tried to fix this problem. There's a couple of a handful of them, yeah. but uh, oh, boy, they're going to be busy. I also think that you, it means that the world would have lost the genetic lottery because you're getting all the degenerates that are like, I need money, give me. <laughs> okay, that's not necessarily true <laughs> that they're all there. But like, but like, I can't imagine Leo's donor, Leonardo DiCaprio's donated to a sperm bank, is all I'm not saying. Not to a sperm know? bank, but he's donated plenty of sperm, I imagine. Oh, <laughs> he's probably got little Leos running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just mean, in in general, the arguably more successful people of the world mm-hmm. haven't put sperms into uh, sperm, sperm banks. Yeah. Unless, what if they're like, I'm running my my big successful company, don't have time for kids now, but you know, um, she'll preserve her eggs. I'll preserve some sperm just as a backup because I got the I got the cash to. Yeah, yeah. So you might get a couple of. See, pre- preserving eggs Far seems to make yeah. more sense than preserving if, if, sperm. I'm sure there's reasons it, why it makes sense. If you got the cash. But <laughs> well, what, what, <laughs> if they, what if they're like, I, I want to get a vasectomy, but I don't want to take kids off the table, yeah. so I'll preserve some of my sperm. But you can Nelson, get that reversed too. I got the cash. Yeah, you can't get that reversed. And I mean, again, it's there's probably, maybe that is a legitimate reason for it because... Reversing it isn't like a big thing or whatever. Yeah. And um, by the way, weird thing is I saw a video on uh, Reddit a little while ago about vasectomies because I didn't really know how they worked. And so this like animated video and yeah, just like cuts basically a tube from like the testicles to the the squirty bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and. Uh, this was from a cartoon. But it didn't explain, because I was like, but what happens to the sperm? Like, yeah. it's generating. But apparently it just, like, it generates and then just, like, dies and your body absorbs the sperm. I thought that was interesting. Because yeah. I feel like that's the thing nobody knows about. I feel like everybody understands what it does. the process of it stops the sperm going yeah. out. 
But what happens in the sperm? Turns out, just dies and your body absorbs it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, educational podcast. We are getting very tick that box this week. I, I shall. Uh, this next one is by Obito Enlighten. All those sci-fi stories where a guy kills himself to defeat an evil descendant of his could also be solved by cut- cutting off his balls. I have a question to this, Cambo. Oh, I think I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, name All those sci-fi name, stories. Name one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> name one sci-fi story where uh, a guy has to kill himself to defeat a I, descendant. I can think of the movie Looper and he's just defeating his future self. It's, it's so himself. It doesn't work. The butterfly effect also defeating himself. Yeah. Future descendants. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. I, yeah. I got nothing. But all those. All those all sci-fi those, stories. It's like... and. I can think of movies where people did have descendants that turned evil. Let's say the son of Han Solo in Star Wars. Right. He didn't know that ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> so he could have cut off his balls, but everyone was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So I just got a sense. That's the thing. It has to specifically be a time travel film yeah. where also the descendant becomes evil. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Maybe so, we, so us that. and this person reading yeah. different fiction. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, he wasn't reading the Evil Descendant series, was he? Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. Because that is full of that. Yeah, and and the whole time as you're reading, you're like, he yeah. could have just cut off his balls. Evil Descendants, colon, a time travel story. Again, <laughs> uh, okay. here's another one. So specific. It's so specific. <laughs> so specific. Anyway, uh, Squiddy. Of all the Spider-Verses... We had to be in the one where he's a fictional character. <laughs> I like that. And okay. I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, how would you how would you think, right? Let's say um, a superhero, and I, and I don't want it to be a superhero that we already um, know mm-hmm. of, but if a superhero or, or somebody had superpowers and came into existence in reality right now, yep. how would you think that would play out to the world how do you think that we would react because i I, see i imagine that like spider-man you know in the uh in the comics and stuff a lot of new york kind of loves him you know at certain parts yeah you know but i imagine way more people would just be interested throughout the world like new york would just it's already super populated it would just effing boom with like millions of people being like, there is literally a dude that can swing through buildings like a spider. Like, I got to see this. Shit. Yeah. This is something. There's a couple of things I think Spider-Man actually gets right. There would be media outlets that are just like, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually think that's pretty apt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that- Because also, uh, I just sort of touching on that, is if you- I think it, it can be justified- that outrage yeah. because we always see the superhero's point of view and exactly. they're always in the right. Exactly. But if you just look at something and you're like, literally wherever this Spider-Man goes, there's destruction. <laughs> like there's a problem with it. Like yeah. he is not a vigilante. He's a criminal. You know. And the destruction of the bank when he stopped those robbers, does that cost more than they stop? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there is a system in place yeah, yeah. <laughs> to catch people. He's just gone and effed that up and be like, look, I caught the baddies. And we're like, yeah, but like we probably would have done that already. <laughs> the thing I think that the movies and comics don't depict so much is what and what I think would happen is there's a robbery going on. Spider-Man swings in. He lands on the ground. Someone's running up to him with a phone, being like, oh, my God, I'm here with Spider-Man. <laughs> and like getting in his way when yeah. he's trying to stop stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I think, uh, in general, a lot less posing from the superhero as they land no, and, I, and, and quipping, you know? I would pose up a storm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a superhero now. I'm posing up a storm. Yeah. Okay. That's good. You're, you're, you're tying them to the roof and you say, why don't you stick around? Yeah. You know? I think that people would understand him less because he is speaking through what I imagine would be pretty thick fabric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, he like he'd, he'd swing in and do his like quip, but all people hearing is <laughs> yeah. And then they he'd swing away like no idea. What didn't he's get saying. a word of that. The mumbler <laughs> saves the day again. Is what that that's what your nickname yeah, would yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we call you? What the mumbler it is. The mumbler. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you know, okay, here's my other question. Do you think that uh, anybody would actually try to uh, keep their anonymity? Uh, yeah, possibly. I imagine I, 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 if somebody really existed, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be anonymous. They wouldn't have an identity. It would just be them. Like yeah. maybe they would get a name, but it would be like, oh, it's the mumbler. Also yeah. known, also known as Michael Campbell. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because, like, for instance, no one knows who Banksy is, but yeah. he's not in public so much. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and also, like, I think there is this idea of escaping the cops. I think is so much easier in the comics. Yeah. Than what it would be in real life is if you're a, you know vigilante whatever even if you're spider-man no. i think there'd be times where you're just getting caught <laughs> i also think that like especially spider-man is maybe a good case where he covers his whole body and face mm. so you literally can't figure out race yeah or hair color or anything like that but for the other superheroes that wear like a small mask or something like that yeah. you'd be like all right well caucasian male roughly six foot tall blonde hair in his uh, captain america for example yeah and, yeah. then, and then he can be like, all right, well, that, that narrows it down some. And I reckon from there, people will find him. Yeah. <laughs> With the amount of, like, images yeah. through, like, CCTV yeah. or whatever. The, and I get the idea that a superhero, you, you can not identify somebody if they just have a little eye mask on, right? Yeah. Yeah. You might not recognize them across the street. Yeah. Unless they're an effing superhero <laughs> and everybody's <laughs> determined to try and work out yeah. who it is, yeah. then you freaking know. Yeah. When you see Clark Kent, who's roughly the same height as Superman, and everybody in the city is looking to, like, is wondering who this person is, yeah. I think some people will be like, hey, it could be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Even if no one confirms it, there'd be, like, rumors on the internet being like, oh, we're pretty sure Clark Kent is Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks the same. He's the same height. Have you seen how... Big that guy is. He's a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> He's built like a fucking house. Yeah. Do you know what the worst part would oh, be, those though? glasses. Is I can't explain the glasses. Somebody would be so certain that he was Superman that they'd shoot him. 
<laughs> yeah. And but then the problem being that it wouldn't be him. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, all this controversy over trying to find out who Superman yeah. is and somebody's died just to try and prove. He, he better just come forward so no one else gets shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm going to keep he- shooting handsome buff men in, in Metropolis until, until Superman reveals who he is. Yeah, exactly. Also, the idea of protecting your family members is a big thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Out of out, for your anonymity, but that's only because there's like super villains around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a world that super villains don't exist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just be like tell everyone who you are. Yeah, it's fine. You'd absolutely make money from it for sure. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, we should move on into podnapping. Ah! Oh my god, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another thing, and we do it ourselves. Got, got something here, Nelson. Yes. This is a Christmas gift that Stacy got for me. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's a card game called The Dilemma Game, oh. which means on every single one of these cards is a different dilemma, oh. and it's a it's a kind of a what would you do. Right. So when I got this for Christmas, I thought, that's a freebie. That's a <laughs> absolute freebie. So that's a free podnapping. I'll so, uh, put that one What down. I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of shuffle them up a bit, but I mm-hmm. thought we, we could take turns. Okay. These are a bit sight unseen. Yeah. I, I should yeah. also mention. No, so, that's fine. Um, what we'll do is we'll take turns and, and let's pose a couple of dilemmas okay. and find out whether or not for once and for all, we often give people advice, mm-hmm. but this will be a real test to make sure that we can solve dilemmas. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I might start here. Okay. Uh, this category is family. All right. Here is your dilemma. Oh, okay. Your mother has been diagnosed with a degenerative disease, mm-hmm. leaving you to take care of her. Although she has uh, deep uh, apathy for being placed in a care facility, so she doesn't want to be placed in a care facility, yeah. looking after her has begun to consume all of your time, uh-huh. and you don't want to give up your own life in order to preserve hers. Yeah. What do you do? Um, euthanasia, Cambo. <laughs> Or murder, I think, is the other term when the other yep. person doesn't want to die. <laughs> Here's what I think I would do. Yeah. And this is a real benefit for us. Yeah. We're not too distinct looking. No. Okay. So I would say I need an, a, like a nurse. Yeah. It's going to look like me. Yeah. She's losing it. Yeah. She's, yeah. You weren't, as long as it looks a bit like me. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't have a French accent or something. Yeah. I reckon I could trick it. You could just yeah, yeah fool yeah. her into thinking that you're Obviously, visiting all the time. Every week or so, I'll go visit her, call the nurse up beforehand, be like, "Give me bullet points of what you guys discussed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in case she brings it up again. <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, I think that's it. You do the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think if I spoke to my mum and I was like, "Hey, mum, um, I'm really sorry, but I feel like looking after you is." Uh, really ruining my life, she would, oh, it would be a really hard conversation to have. But I think that if it was like really getting to me and I was like depressed for doing it, I would maybe force myself to do it and find the perfectly nicest way to explain it to her mm. and just talk to my mum about it. And then I feel like she would maybe be like, oh yeah, I understand. Have you considered ghosting? Yeah, yeah. where you kill her and she becomes a ghost. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, ghost again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you don't have to look after her anymore. You can still ghost. If you feel bad about killing your mother, obviously, you can still ghost. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Become a ghost haunter. So many, yeah, good, good. Yeah, yeah. You good can solution. ghost either way. Is this? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I've got one here. It's uh, another family one. Um, okay. Uh, when you were growing up, your father treated the rest of the family appallingly. 
drinking, cheating on your mother, and finally running away for good with a colleague from work. Okay. These these cards are like far more serious than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> uh, years later, he phones to say that he is dying alone in hospice <laughs> okay. in Scotland. Okay. Oh, this is your father. Okay, but, uh, you know he doesn't deserve forgiveness, but he has no one left. What would you do? Okay. Here's how I think I would tackle this. Yeah. I'd be like, first of all, Dad, mm-hmm. you're paying for my flight. Paying for my flight, yeah. And then when I get there, I'd be like, all right. Come all this way. Scotland's great. Yeah. Don't forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted you to know that. I Like as, as a bit of closure to be like, I don't forgive you for what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sucks that you're dying. Sure. Scotland's been great. Yeah. Had a deep fry the Mars bar. I nearly fucking died. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't forgive you. Yeah. I, I would have no sympathy yeah. for this person at all, ever. And I wouldn't do anything. Would, to so me, you, you wouldn't visit. No, I just wouldn't visit. Yeah. I was like, I don't think. I think what it's if really. You went to Scotland on your own money. Yeah. Didn't visit him. Come yeah. back home. Sent him a picture. Like I was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have visited. I could have visited. Um, no, but it's it's like it's funny because just the other day I was looking at the subreddit on uh, Tinder, mm-hmm. and what I think is really funny, and I think some people do this for the fun of it, and because they know they're going to post it to Reddit, and I think. Other people are just this kind of uh, self-deprecating in the way that they, they'll they be involved in a, in a conversation on Tinder and the person is just horrible to them, whatever. And you can see them like trying to keep the conversation going or create some connection with this person. Yep. And then eventually it turns so bad and they post it on Reddit. I was like, just stop. As soon as yeah. as soon as somebody starts being an asshole, doing things, you don't need to fix that. You can no. just walk away from that. And I guess obviously this card's meant to be like, oh, but they're family. But like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got one here that is sociability is the category. Okay. Uh, for several months, an old friend from school has been periodically sending you messages expressing a desire to meet up. You feel obliged to agree, yet you are privately reluctant. Your friendship was largely an accident of circumstance. You have no real desire to sustain it now that you have both moved on. What would you do? Yeah, I'm meeting up. I'm meeting up with them. (laughs) Not all the time, but once a year. Yeah, I can stomach once a year or so. Yeah, you're like, it's a bit bit awkward. Yeah, but like, if they're not a horrible person, then yeah, yeah. I don't feel like they I should done anything wrong. If they've, if they've wronged me in some way, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's, I mean, like, what's a couple of hours out of my time in once a year? Yeah, yeah. In the larger scheme of things, yeah. Here's the thing, though. I text back. Sorry, on a cruise ship. So <laughs> you, you come can't here. You. <laughs> yeah, but then also don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only got one of the small rooms. I obviously can't host you in my room. Yeah, yeah. but. They would need to listen to this podcast yeah. to, to sustain any kind of friendship. Yeah. I'd be like, obviously, I'll be testing you every yeah. time <laughs> every time we meet up. Because you at least get one more listener out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, any potential uh, friend, I say, has to listen to this podcast. Uh, this one is categorized as work. On the eve of an important presentation for a client, your boss is taken ill, leaving your team without a lead presenter. You don't want to miss the opportunity to step up since the potential rewards are high, but so are the risks, given your fear of public speaking and tendency to panic when nervous. 
this is such a... Okay. I'm not sure if I love this card game. Yeah, so here's the problem, is it assumes a lot. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you, you in this situation have a fear of yeah. public speaking. And I was like, well, then that's not me. I don't yeah. know what to do with it. In my mind, my boss is sick. I just do the presentation. Yeah. I'm confident enough in my ability to present and, to be honest, kind of bullshit. Yeah. That I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I, I, I've I, considered the risks. I think they're fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. This one was kind of shit, yeah. I think. Because it's trying to impose risks yeah. that aren't <laughs> even aren't there. there. Yeah. Okay, that was shit. Okay, do I'm gonna one. do I'm gonna do one more because we are starting to run actually a little bit late. Okay, uh, this is relationships. Ooh, while visiting Paris on a long weekend. Oh, that yeah. is a long way for us to go for a long weekend. <laughs> Your partner of one year unexpectedly and elaborately proposes marriage. You can easily imagine having a future together one day, but you are not sure if you're ready to get married. However, turning them down will hurt them deeply and put your relationship in jeopardy. What would you do? So I mean, I, I'm going to simplify this, right? Because yeah, it's yeah. too specific. Yeah. You're in a relationship. It's been about a year. And you're like, yeah. it's gone good. Yeah. Being no, Knowing that you're ready for marriage is a step beyond. Yeah. So you're not quite there. But you're like, but I really like this relationship and I do want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. But they propose. Yeah, yeah. Which is a real make it or break it moment, I think. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, what happens if someone proposes and you're not quite ready, but you do really like them or love them? I read this response on Reddit once and I love it as a as a specifically response to being proposed to too early. Which is you say to the person, Look, I'm really sorry. We're we're reading the same book, you're just a few chapters ahead. Oh. I was like, that's a really nice way to put it. Yeah. Cause it's like you're saying that, yeah, I can still imagine us getting there. Yeah. I'm just a little bit further behind, you know, it's yeah. nothing to do with their relationship. It- in fact, in a weird way, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, pipe down. <laughs> now I know that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good response. I actually quite like that. Yeah, yeah. It's good, is it? Because it, it's delicate and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice Metaphor, movie. books are in it, so you look smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, they assume you actually read books. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> so um, good. Yes, yeah, so a bit indifferent to the dilemmas. You're right. They are quite like bleak yeah. as well. A lot of like people dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, alrighty. Well, we can move into the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yeah, go on the first one here. Nelson, it doesn't have a name attached. Do you know who oh, this was? crap. Um, yes. I, I think it was Anna, actually. Anna. Okay. Yeah. They said, hi, Reddit podcast. Thank you for existing. I'm hooked, and your voices are sexy and fun. I even laugh at your laughs, yet I don't know who is who. Is this really free? I'd feel bad that there's not an obligatory subscription. Posts and comments on r slash kids are fucking stupid are hilarious. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, yes. Thank you, Anna. We do have uh, sexy and fun voices. And we have the added bonus of um, a lot of our listenership is international. So by default, our voices are quite amusing. <laughs> yeah. Like by, we do absolutely nothing. And they're like, that's an interesting accent though. Funnily enough, I wouldn't categorize. And I, and I don't, I don't know if anybody does categorize Australian accents as sexy though. I will say that I, I agree with you, but I think that the Hemsworths have done some heavy lifting on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just because they're like, oh, if every Australian yeah. looks Look like a Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at him. You, you put up with that voice. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But he's he's got quite a deep Aussie accent as well. I was like, yeah, get it, boys. Chris yeah, Chris see, that's worthy. true. Yeah, which is a little bit more uh, just sexy in it yeah, itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is really free. That's the question. Yeah. Is this really free? I, I would say it's not free. How have you been getting it for free? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 look. This Wait, is illegal. <laughs> how many of you listen to? You might owe us some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, this person says, the title, by the way, is Freeloader from the Philippines. Great. So maybe the Philippines are uh, getting it for free. Um, oh, we did check that box, didn't we? Free, free in the Philippines. Free, free. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Now we can't even get money from them. Ugh. It's the majority of our listeners. <laughs> um, I, I just heard that laugh. Not sexy. Not sexy. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's, uh, also, actually, I did check out Kids Are Fucking Stupid, and it is pretty. It is a pretty fun subreddit. Oh, yeah. I love anyone that making fun of their own kids, especially. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like you see parents like, look at this fucking dickhead. And it'll be like a picture of their kid trying to like open a packet of whatever. I'm like, very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, it is, I like the ones where what it is is, you know how everybody has that uh, voice inside this head that's like, kill. You could, <laughs> you, well, yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's the one where it's like, it's like you could do the thing that you know is totally wrong. Yeah, actually, Jim Carrey has this great thing he stand up where he says, uh, driving into oncoming traffic is counterproductive. <laughs> but you have this idea of like, I could just drive into oncoming yeah. traffic right now. And I feel like kids sometimes have that moment where they're like, that thing that happens where we end up dulling the sense of like, no, I shouldn't do that. They don't have that. So they see like some dude on a unicycle doing juggling in the street and everybody's chapping around cheering and everybody's like, I could just push him over. But a kid <laughs> is like, I could just push him over yeah. and does. Yeah. The, the sense is still developing. Yeah. 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 Those are the ones that I like. Uh, anyway, here's one. It's from Jacob. Uh, what is your favorite subreddit for fandom on Reddit? Go beyond plus ultra. I don't know what that means. Is, is that the end? Is that the sign off of a email? I, yeah, automatically? I, I think for instance, like if I send an email on my phone, sometimes my it automatically iPhone. says "send from iPhone." So I wonder if well, what does it say? Go beyond plus ultra. <laughs> plus ultra. Isn't there a one plus ultra or something? Is a phone? No know. idea. I don't know. No idea. Oh, answer that part of the is question. Is that a first? reference <laughs> that we don't get? I will go beyond plus ultra. That's what I'm guaranteeing to you. Do. I'll, I'll go beyond, but I'm not adding ultra. Uh, well, you're not really doing going beyond what? is fine, but don't make me add ultra. <laughs> yeah, plusing ultra is just a it's it's a bridge too far. Yeah, and uh, I shan't cross. Well, you're a weakling. Is what uh, I think favorite subreddit for fandoms. Mm. Honestly, I do tend to avoid fandoms. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like I... Uh, to say nothing of our fandom, which I love. <laughs> our what is Our best. fandom is right in my world. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. It's all about us. I like, uh, <laughs> I like a lot of what they're going on about. Yeah. But like I, I am subscribed to like the Marvel Studios and the Star Wars subreddits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But normally if I see a post, I'm actually apprehensive to go into the comments on yeah. any of them. Yeah. Marvel... Better than Star Wars, generally. People yeah, are more yeah. positive in there, but that'll change. Yeah. <laughs> that'll change. Give it time. Give it yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that um, the thing is, the people that normally post to Reddit 
are, I think, the more extreme of anything yeah. of 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 that uh, fandom, of that subject, or whatever, because they're more interested in it than your just like average person. So the people that post to Star Wars or the people that comment to Star Wars are far more into Star Wars than you, even though yeah. you really like it. Yeah. Oh, but definitely. I, but I would say the majority of people that follow the subreddit yeah. are actually just like you. Yeah. Where they're like, We're- I have this general interest in Star Wars. I think it's cool. Sometimes there's interesting posts. But, but for the most part, I don't get along with yeah. the ideas of the comments yeah. and stuff the, people post. The vocal few. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. I do enjoy a fandom, like I follow it purely for my own amusement. I've actually mentioned it on the podcast before. There is a band I I quite like. They're called American Football, and uh, I like the band. Their fandom actually seems fine. Yeah, but I like following that fandom mainly because so often people will post actual American football stuff, yeah. and they all have to be like, "Not that's up." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I always find amusing. I funnily enough, I have another sub like that, which is called um, Artifact which there was a card game that came out created by Valve. It was called Artifact and it totally flopped. It was really sort of interesting story about how that flopped for for such a big company. And but people would go on there and post a picture of something. They were like, I think this is an artifact of sorts. (laughs) Can somebody point me in the right direction? You know, you're like, oh, this is not the subreddit for you. (laughs) This is not a fandom subreddit, but a subreddit I discovered semi-recently that I actually really like, Mm. which is it's, People will post a picture of generally it's like a celebrity, but it could just be like someone they've seen online wearing something that they think is cool. Yeah. And yeah. then people will identify what it is for them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they'll be like, Oh, I saw Ryan Gosling wearing this cool leather jacket. Yeah. I'd love to get that. What is it? And people are like, Oh, it's this leather jacket here. Like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is such a specific thing. Yeah. But I love real specific subreddits like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh that's it so thank you Anna and thank you Jacob for writing in if you would like to write into us you can do so reddit podcast r-e-a-d-i-t podcast at gmail.com yep you can also reach us at Facebook Twitter and our subreddit they're all r-e-a-d-i-t podcast would also appreciate it if you could rate and subscribe to the show yep uh, on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on also rate us rate us um, do we have sexy voices mm. Sexy laughs. <laughs> which one was which? Are you listening to this podcast for free? If so, let us know where how, you are how <laughs> and how you. If you're not it. from the Philippines, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've given them a pass. Yeah, that's a write-off for us. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, uh, if you are listening to this for free, you are in debt. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll say if you're writing, you're listening for free. Yeah, right. And we just want a little bit more information from you. Yeah. Wink. Oh, I shouldn't have said wink. Wink. And your credit card numbers. <laughs> Tell us those things. Uh, but thanks for listening, and we will read you later. Oh.